Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Lucid Nightmares podcast. I apologize for the delay in episodes, but life has been crazy as usual. However, I'm back and changing things up a little bit. I'll be doing a new series of prominent paranormal urban legends from each state, talking about their histories and how the legends have changed over time. So let's get into another episode of Lucid Nightmares podcast. To kick off this series, we will be discussing the state of Alabama and some paranormal urban legends. Most Alabama urban legends have ties to the Civil War that were involved in that state at that time. So tales of fallen soldiers, war battles, cannons going off in the middle of the night are common in that area. As you will find as we move forward, you will see that these are not the only type of haunts in this state. From strange disappearances, tragic deaths, weird events, haunted bridges, schools, hospitals, churches, you will find that this state does not disappoint. Number one. Starting off with one of the most infamous urban legends to the locals, the Hell's Gate Bridge in Oxford, Alabama. The story behind the legend is a rather peculiar one. Legend has it in the 1950s, a young couple drove their car off the bridge and drowned. If you stop on the bridge and turn your lights off, the couple will appear in your back seat and leave a wet spot on the seat. Number two. Now the second story associated with this urban legend is the one that gave it its name, Hell's Gate Bridge. Legend says that if you drive to the middle of the bridge and look over your shoulder, the scenery will change into a portal to the fiery gates of hell. Now that's some creepy stuff. I'm not sure I would want to see a portal to hell in the middle of the woods. There have been many witness accounts, but as far as whether or not these are true, it's up to personal experience. Since then, in 2005, concrete blockades and closures to the bridge have been made to deter people from visiting. The bridge is old and falling apart, so it makes sense for the safety of the people. However, many people will hike on foot to get there just to feed their curiosity. Like paranormal investigators and those with peaked interest. So whether you're a paranormal investigator or just curious about the paranormal, people have said there are still ways to get to the bridge and explore. Though highly encouraged not to for safety concerns, explore at your own risk. Next up, we'll be deep diving into the many ghosts of Constellation Church, so stay tuned. Number 3. The now abandoned Oakey Street Methodist Church, better known as Constellation Church in Red Level, Alabama, is allegedly home to many paranormal visitors. The congregation was founded in 1850 and the current building was constructed a few decades later. Due to the numerous amount of paranormal activity, the church was later abandoned at the turn of the century. According to this legend, the church was forced to close its doors due to loud crying, whimpering, and screaming of ghosts. Apparently, female spirits would descend upon churchgoers, promising death. There is also an outhouse in the back of the church that is known to trap any visitor inside. There have been sightings of Confederate soldiers and a small boy and small girl playing in the graveyard. Banshees and hellhounds have also been reported. Some say that if you linger at the church too late, a phantom 1964 black Ford truck operated by a ghost driver will attempt to chase you off the grounds. 
However, if the driver catches up to you, you'll likely meet a terrible fate. As of 2015, the church was burned to the ground and foul play was suspected. Number four. Next up on our list is the legend of Crybaby Hollow. Crybaby Hollow is located on Cayo Road in Hartsell, Alabama. There are numerous legends surrounding the bridge, however, there is one that is repeated the most. According to this legend, in the early 1800s, a wagon carrying an infant was crossing the bridge when the wheel snapped. The wagon overturned and the infant was thrown into the creek and later drowned. Legend states that if you are near the bridge, you can hear crying in the middle of the night. According to local lore, if you place a candy bar on the bridge and leave it, a small bite will be taken when you come back. Some motorists have also claimed that when they cross the bridge, their car shakes and you can hear a baby crying in the background. There are many variations of this story. Some include the mother throwing the infant into the creek. Others say that the mother and child were both thrown into the creek when the wagon fell. And others say Union soldiers actually tipped the wagon into the water, killing both the child and the mother. Number five. Next up on our list is Sally Carter's grave from Huntsville, Alabama. According to this legend, Sally was a teenager visiting her sister Mary Ewing at Cedarhurst Mansion in 1837 when she became sick and passed away. She was buried in the family cemetery at the South Huntsville Estate. Her headstone read, My flesh shall slumber in the ground till the last trumpet's joyful sound. Then burst the chains with sweet surprise and in my Savior's image rise. According to RealHaunts.com, sightings of Sally's ghost started in 1919 when a teenage boy who was staying at the mansion had a dream about her. In the dream, Sally came to him and told him to fix her tombstone, which had been toppled over during the previous night's storm. Sure enough, when he went to visit her tombstone the next morning, it had been knocked down. Since then, multiple people have reported seeing Sally's ghost either at the mansion or at her grave. But due to the numerous visits, vandalism became an issue. Sally's remains were exhumed in December of 1982 and moved to an undisclosed location. The mansion now sits as the clubhouse for a gated community. Number 6. The Vanishing of Orion Williamson in Selma, Alabama. One hot July afternoon in 1854, a farmer named Orion Williamson was walking on his farm near Selma. Reportedly, Williamson's wife and family were on the front porch of the farmhouse. Then, neighbors passed by and waved to Williamson, who was walking in ankle-deep grass. Orion waved back before vanishing right before the eyes of his family and neighbors. The party ran to the site, frantically searching, but found no sign of him. Soon, a search party was formed, and 300 men are said to have combed the fields well into the night. In the days to come, people came from far and wide to see where the farmer had vanished. One visitor was a young journalist and future author, Ambrose Bierce, who would document the case in his story, The Difficulty of Crossing a Field. Ironically, Bierce himself would disappear in 1914. According to this legend, Mrs. Williamson and her son could hear Orion's voice calling for help. The cries grew fainter as the weeks passed before finally stopping. 
Number seven. The Legend of Huggin' Molly from Abbeville, Alabama. The Legend of Huggin' Molly was a sure helper for mothers wanting their children to hurry home before dark. For children, she was frightening. The legend claims that a phantom woman would appear to children, but only at night. She would squeeze them tightly and scream in their ears. She never harmed them, other than perhaps causing some ringing in their ears. She was noted to be at least seven feet tall, wearing dark clothing and a wide-brimmed hat, similar to a witch. However, that's just one version. Another version of this legend claims that Molly was a ghost of a woman who had lost an infant and who dealt with the tragedy by hugging local children. Another legend states that Molly was a professor at the former Southeast Alabama Agricultural School who was trying to keep students safe by keeping them off the streets at night. Today, Abbeville residents can remember Hug and Molly by taking a trip downtown and stopping in a cafe named for the Phantom. Hug and Molly's is set in an old pharmacy complete with a soda fountain and offers such treats as sand witches and Molly fingers. Hug and Molly's is located at 129 Kirkland Street in Abbeville, Alabama. Number 8. The Legend of Dead Children's Playground in Huntsville, Alabama. In this legend, there is a playground that looks like any other playground, however, has somewhat of a darker past. Adjoining Huntsville's historic Maple Hill Cemetery is the playground known as Dead Children's Playground. Founded in 1822, this legend states that the children buried in the cemetery come there to play. Number 9. The Legend of the Witch in the Woods, Gadsden, Alabama. No backwoods area is complete without a good witch in the woods story, correct? Well, here in Gadsden, if you walk along the wooded Hines Road, you are likely to run across a woman who is said to have sold her soul to the devil. The legend says that the woman was a witch who lived in a shack deep in the woods, and her evil soul still lingers on to frighten and bedevil the good folk of Alabama. Any soul brave enough to enter these woods may encounter the Witch of the Woods in Gadsden. She will approach you and let you know that she has sold her soul to the devil. Now, I don't know about you, but I do not want to take my chances. Number 10. The Legend of Ram Man of Birmingham, Alabama. Is this legend simply an art masterpiece? Or is it something more sinister that happens after dark? That is where we are with the Satanic Ram Man sculpture in Birmingham, Alabama. There is a fountain in Birmingham's Five Point area that is the stuff of legends. It is called the Storyteller, and the sculptural fountain was created in 1991 by a local artist named Frank Fleming. Fleming considered the focal figure of a half-man, half-ram surrounded by woodland creatures to be on the southern tradition of storytelling. Some people felt that the ram-headed man holding a nine-foot-long staff represented Satan, and the five frogs surrounding him to symbolize a pentagram. This has led to many tales of satanic rituals at the site, though no evidence supports those claims. According to a piece written by RoadsideAmerica.com, 
He sculpted the animals because of southern and older storytelling traditions, employing smarty pants creatures, and because he wanted to convey the idea of storytelling as a peaceable kingdom. He also wanted the sculpture to interest children. The storyteller sits on a stump reading to his animal pals from an open book, holding a tall staff topped with an owl. The audience animals sit on a circular platform, a hare rides on the back of a tortoise, and five frogs spit water arcs crisscrossing the fountain. Now, is this a simple sculpture for fun? Who knows? Is this something more sinister? Again, who knows? The satanic rituals part is from an urban legend. The irony is, it does sit in front of a Methodist church. Urban legend or not, I think this is pretty interesting and I would love to see this myself. So guys, I hope you enjoyed this new format. I'm going to be trying this out a couple times, see how this works. I am looking forward to your feedback, letting me know if you enjoyed this style of doing things, or if you wanted me to go back to the researching of certain paranormal events. I feel this way can actually give you more of an insight to things in different states that you may or may not have known. I'm pretty sure there will be some states that you were like, okay, I knew that. But I just wanted to try this out, try something different, and see how you guys like it. If you could, please, please, please leave me some feedback. Let me know what you think. Um, again, I'm going to try a few more episodes doing it this way and just kind of see where it goes. But again, please leave me some feedback on Instagram or Facebook, Lucid Nightmares Podcast. And feel free to let me know what you think. And I appreciate you guys listening and being patient. I understand that this is a couple of weeks out that I have put anything up. However, we are trying this again. And I hope you enjoy this episode. And I think it'll be something awesome. Thanks, guys.